Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and you know what day it is, it is Wednesday. So, for today's Rewind, I decided to do a little bit different. Um, I've been playing a lot of the Spider-Man games for the PlayStation 5. Uh, I finished the Miles Morales game, and currently working on the Spider-Man remastered version for the PS5. So, it got me thinking... Uh, what are my favorite live-action Spider-Man movies? Um, we have three iterations of Spider-Man that have happened since 2002. We've had the Tobey Maguire, uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, one through three. We have the Mark Webb, Amazing Spider-Man one and two. And then we have, currently, the Tom Holland-led Spider-Man movies, the Sony MCU joint venture. Now, I don't know about you, but we all have our varying, uh, what we like about each iteration of Spider-Man. And last night I was watching Amazing Spider-Man because it's been a long time since I've seen it, at least all the way through from beginning to end. I remember when it came out, uh, it was... I want to say either the end of my senior year or just right after during the summer. And I was very against it when it came out because I was just like, oh, like, what are they doing? Because uh, I grew up on the Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man movies. And I was just like, ah, oh, this is just bullshit. Like, it's not cool. Like, fucking Andrew Garfield doesn't even look like Peter Parker when reality kind of does. But at the time, I was just like, ah, it's bullshit, whatever. When there's many more reasons not to like those movies. But we will get into that when we go through the list. Uh, there's seven live-action Spider-Man movies I did not include into the Spider-Verse because in my mentality, it is not fair to include it for the reason being that it's animated and you can do a lot more with animation than you can with live-action. So, Into the Spider-Verse is out of consideration. Fucking sue me. Alright, so there's seven movies. And starting with number seven, I'm going with Amazing Spider-Man 2. Holy shit was this movie a shit show. It was, oh, it was not good at all. I hated this movie with a passion. This was the only one of those two that I saw in theaters. And I just thought it was horrible. Um, this movie starts off basically on a bad foot. Uh, it did what Spider-Man 3 did. It's including all these villains for no fucking reason whatsoever. And you give away the plot in the fucking trailer. So, that's one. And you can make the argument like, oh, well... If you're a real Spider-Man fan, you know you know what's going to happen. Uh, and it's just like, okay, dude. But you also have to think of the, the average going fan that they don't know the story mode. And you shouldn't fucking spoil it for them. That's just my opinion. And you know what? It's right. So fuck you. I'm kidding. But um, no, I mean, I thought the trailer gave it. it ha. Sorry. Um, it did what, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix did. It gave away a major plot point and you're just like, why are you saying this in the trailer? Um, 
Me personally, I oh yeah, I did not like this movie. Uh, Jamie Foxx as Electro, I didn't hate. The only thing I hated was how they made Electro, and they made him super like whiny and needy, and he's just like, "You need me." Whenever like Harry Osborn says something, I hated that. The kid who played Harry Osborn, I I never really liked him as an actor. I always thought he was annoying. Uh, Dane DeHaan. Um, I remember seeing him in Chronicle, I never, eh, Chronicle's okay, but I was just never a Chronicle fan, um, but yeah, he annoyed me, Paul Giamatti is a rhino, <sighs> I don't know, man, like, this movie started out with, uh, saying, like, oh, it's gonna have Electro, it's gonna have Green Goblin, it's gonna have Rhino, Electro sucked, Rhino doesn't fucking come out to the last five seconds of the movie. And then Green Goblin is fucking Harry Osborn mutated into some goblin looking creature. And this was all just to set up the Sinister Six movie. That didn't happen. So yes, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 gets my number seven spot. Um, In my number six spot. I'm going with Spider-Man 3, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3. Now, this movie also has its own problems, uh, along with Topher Grace getting casted as Eddie Brock, along with forcing Venom in this movie and kind of making him an afterthought and then trying to put him in the spotlight and then Sandman and then also Green Goblin with Harry Osborn. Man, you had so many villains in this movie, and it's funny because when this movie came out when I was in 8th grade, I believe, I was actually pretty hyped for this movie. Uh, I really wanted to see it. Uh, I saw it in theaters, and I liked it when I was a kid, and then rewatching it, I was just like, man, this movie just really shit the bed. Um, I think if they would have just focused on the Venom storyline, that would have just, that would have been far better. And then, um, we all know the story, uh, there was supposed to be a Spider-Man 4 that Sam Raimi was supposed to direct, and it just didn't happen because there was just too many conflicting ideas between Sam Raimi and the producers, which led to Sam Raimi leaving. Uh, the story for Spider-Man 4 was ultimately scrapped and then pieced together for Amazing Spider-Man 1. But yes, uh, Spider-Man 3 gets my sixth spot. I don't hate it. Uh, I want to iterate that. I really don't hate any of these movies. It's just like Amazing Spider-Man 2. I just can't really rewatch it because it's just it's not a good movie to me. And and Spider-Man 3 probably goes in that same category as well. Uh, next up on the list is the Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, the first remake to Spider-Man. Uh, I was rewatching it yesterday, and you know it starts off strong, um, and then it just has a lot of missteps. Uh, the way that Peter acts, um, Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben, I, I was not a fan of, because I mean Martin Sheen's just a shitty dad. Look at Charlie Sheen, um, but. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the casting. Uh, Sally Fields is alright as Aunt May. Uh, Andrew Garfield, I just wasn't a big fan of as Spider-Man. I mean, as Spider-Man, he was good. Uh, he was very quippy. Um, 
and things like that. But as Peter Parker, I just wasn't a big fan of. Rewatching it yesterday, I was like, oh, okay, it kind of makes sense as to what they're trying to do with Peter. Um, he dresses a little bit more like the ultimate version of Peter as opposed to like the nerdy type. Um, the lizard, I was not a big fan of. I thought they should have gone more uh, with the comic book. Uh, aesthetic of the lizard uh like give him the long snout and this one they just made his face round kind of looks like one of the uh, one of the characters from the old uh uh super mario brothers movie (laughs) kind of looks like one of those um and we finally get to see gwen stacy uh a good um like a good iteration of gwen stacy um, I thought I loved Gwen Stacy in this. Uh, we saw Gwen Stacy in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3 movie, but she really doesn't do much. She's kind of just there as cannon fodder, and then that's pretty much it. But in this movie, she actually has a role as Peter's uh, love interest, as opposed to Mary Jane that we saw in the first three Sam Raimi movies. So, uh, me personally, I didn't hate this movie. Um, it had a little bit of promise, um, but it ended up shitting the bed with Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then we all know what happened, uh, it ultimately led to another reboot into Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but yes, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, the first one, gets my number five spot. At the halfway point, number four, we get... Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, a lot of people shit on... I started realizing that a lot of people shit on the new uh, uh, MCU Spider-Man. Because, like, oh, he has all this stuff given to him by Tony Stark. And it's like, well, dude, that's just how it works in this story mode. I mean, I get that Spider-Man's always been this self-sufficient little genius. uh, As opposed to, like, a Tony Stark. But in this universe that works with the story... Tony Stark takes this kid under his wing. He wants to help him. He wants to protect him. He wants him to be what Iron Man was to the world, but to New York. Um, So in this movie, Tony Stark takes the role of Uncle Ben as opposed to a physical Uncle Ben being there. Uh, So I don't really shit on this aspect. Um, Me personally, I, I really liked Far From Home. I thought it was a great sequel. Uh, it was the first movie we got after Endgame. Um, I thought Tom Holland did really well in this movie. I like how he has to deal with the fallout of losing his mentor, of losing uh, this universe's version of Uncle Ben. And he has to basically rise up and be Spider-Man. He can't just rely on Tony Stark anymore. And now he has to come into his own. What people don't realize is that this kid is still a teenager. And he's still learning. Um, Like in this movie, we finally see him pick up uh, the spider sense. That we've seen before. But this time it's actually a bigger uh, aspect than this movie. Especially the way that Mysterio fucks with him. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio I thought was fine. I thought he did a great job. Um... 
we finally got to see Mysterio on the big screen, which I was happy. He actually does a really good job at playing Mysterio, especially how Mysterio fucks with Spider-Man. Um, the scene that I love the most is just when uh, Happy goes and picks him up uh, in, I want to say, uh, Amsterdam, outside of Amsterdam, uh, where he picks him up in a field and Peter's just so fucked up and he's just like happy is that you like tell me something that only you would know because like he doesn't know who to trust anymore he just got fucked up by Mysterio and he lost everything that Tony gave him and he has to really realize like I'm on my own and I have to grow up and I have to man up but me personally I think Far From Home was a really great sequel and it's only fitting that it follows up um number three on my list now the top three got a little hard to rank um in my top three movies in no particular order we have spider-man 2 spider-man homecoming and spider-man the original so there's no uh particular order in there i'm gonna tell you my number three right now and my number three spider-man movie is spider-man 2 Now, I know a lot of people consider this to be the best Spider-Man movie, and I can completely see as to why they think that. Uh, Me, personally, I love this movie. I thought it was great. Uh, We got to see a very awesome rendition of Doc Ock. We got to see the storyline of Peter Parker having to decide if he still wants to be Spider-Man or if he just wants to give up. And we also got to see uh, great acting done by Tobey Maguire. We got to see... Spider-Man pushed to a point of quitting on the train scene where he has to stop the train. Everyone sees him without his mask and they're just like, holy shit, like this is just a kid. Um, But did I think this was the best Spider-Man? No, I thought this was a really good sequel, but it's just it's not my number one Spider-Man movie. Um. As much as I love this movie, as much as I love the Sam Raimi movies, this one just is not my number one movie. Uh, But like I said, I really love this movie. I thought this movie is a great sequel to the original Spider-Man. And I'm really happy that we're going to see this version of Doc Ock come back in Far From Home. Uh, But yes, Spider-Man 2 is my number three Spider-Man movie. Now... Down to the top two. Which one is it going to be? Homecoming or Spider-Man the original as my number two one? Well, after a lot of deliberation, probably more than what I needed, uh, my number two movie is Spider-Man the original. Now, I remember watching this movie in theaters. I remember I got in trouble at school. And back in the day, we had to take home a piece of paper that said we got in trouble and show it to our parents. And I remember the day that I got in trouble, I had to take that paper home to my parents. And on that very same day, my dad walks in and he's like, hey, do you want to go see the new Spider-Man movie? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. And like a, like an idiot or smart guy, you know, teach their own. I hid that fucking paper and I went to go see Spider-Man. And then I got my ass whooped afterwards and grounded. And it was all worth it. 
Um, but yeah, rewatching the original Spider-Man, I was just like, I really love this movie. You get a young James Franco, a prime Kirsten Dunst, a prime Tobey Maguire, uh, a fucking pre-hot guy, Joe Magna- Maganello. Um, you get to see Willem Dafoe as the best rendition of Green Goblin that we've seen on the big screen. I love his Green Goblin in this movie. Um... This movie freaked the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Uh, like the scene where there's the fire and Spider-Man goes to save the lady and it turns out to be a Green Goblin and he fucking does that scream. Like that part scared the shit out of me as a kid. Um, I love the first rendition and only rendition of J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, uh, J.K. Simmons. And... I mean, what can you really say about this movie? I thought this movie was awesome for its first time uh, on the big screen because at the time, this was really the beginning of the comic book movie revolution. Uh, the movie that uh, preceded this movie, or yeah, I, I want to say it's preceded, uh, was X Men, the original. And that's when people were like, oh, like these movies can make money. Uh, because at the time we just had Batman and then it was X-Men and then it was Spider-Man. I'm not discounting Blade. I'm talking about PG-13, uh, superhero movies. Blade was rated R, so suck it. Um, but yeah, so we got to see the first rendition of Spider-Man in this movie. We got to see Sam Raimi take up the helm. Uh, we got to see Tobey Maguire as Peter. Uh, Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. Uh, great. Uh, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man, eh, he's alright, he's not the greatest, um, but he's still really good. Me, personally, I don't think the Amazing Spider-Man movies were ever going to live up to the original ones, and that's maybe a little bit biased of me, but I think if you ask most people, they will say the original Spider-Man was way better than the remake. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, you can't really put the MCU Spider-Man into that conversation because they for they foregone that whole uh, origin story. They were like, ah, people already see it. We get it. Uncle Ben dies. Yada yada yada. Bit by spider gets powers. Mm, everyone knows this was a fresh take on Spider-Man. So you can't really put those in the same category as an origin story. But for me, the better origin story is the Sam Raimi original 2002 Spider-Man. Now, lastly, my number one Spider-Man movie is the Tom Holland-led Spider-Man Homecoming. Like everyone, we were all shocked when Sony revealed that they had struck a deal with Marvel Studios to include Spider-Man in Captain America Civil War. And everyone was fucking pumped to see Tom Holland as Spider-Man because he really does embody the best aspects of Peter Parker and the best aspects of Spider-Man and puts them on the big screen. In Spider-Man and Homecoming, we see the Vulture as a villain played by Michael Keaton. Who would have thought that the Vulture would be a cool or sympathetic villain? I don't think anybody did, but he was fucking awesome in this movie. Scary fucking villain. Um, 
This movie does a lot what the original Spider-Man movie does and what the Amazing Spider-Man movie does. And it does give Peter Parker that human moment where he's just trying to do good and he's being castrated for it or ostracized. Let's go with ostracized, not castrated. He's getting ostracized for it. And you see him trying to save this fairy because there's a gun deal on it and then it all goes to shit tony stark takes away the suit so he has to go back to the drawing board of his old suit uh this is exactly what happens to sam raimi spider-man when uh green goblin says uh you'll do every everything for them but in the end they'll hate you and then amazing spider-man when all he's doing is going after um the guy that killed his uncle and it ends up making him look bad because you could tell that he has an agenda and he's not really doing things to be selfless um i mean the best scene in this movie is definitely when he's fighting vulture and then he gets stuck under the rubble and he's like he takes off his mask and he's like come on spider-man come on and he finally has that human moment where he looks at himself and he's just like i can do this I'm not just Spider-Man. I'm Peter Parker as well. And he ends up doing it. And for me, that's the best scene. Uh, in any of the Spider-Man movies, that is the best scene for me. Um, I really liked where they went with this Spider-Man. I liked that they were like, fuck the story. Fuck the intro to to Uncle Ben. We're picking up where we left off. And we're just going to hit the ground running. And they really did. And I thought it was really well executed for the little time that they had. And I'm very happy that they decided to go with this story as opposed to that Sinister Six that they were uh, that they were leading up to. But yes, those are my favorite Spider-Man movies. What are your favorite Spider-Man movies? Uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, comment below and just give us a list of whatever you uh, of whatever you think is your best Spider-Man movies. Um, but me personally, this is my list of Spider-Man movies. I know a lot of people might disagree with it. I know that you have your opinions, but you're wrong and I'm right. So suck it. You did it, ladies and gentlemen. You have made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening to us here at The Rollback. I am Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Please look out for new podcasts every Wednesdays and Saturdays. Sometimes it may vary because, you know, Eddie's an idiot. But who am I to say? (laughs) I just want to say... Check us out at therollback.net. Check us out wherever you can listen to podcasts, YouTube, Google Play, Pandora, anywhere. Uh, Apple Music, everywhere. That is where you can listen to us. Bitch about movies, which you probably shouldn't be bitching about. But, yes, this is the end of the podcast. Enjoy our long catalog of podcasts. So, This is Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Let's cut it.